Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark out for a while. Hi, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the dark forest. It's the intro. This is where the credits and our monthly sponsor is mentioned. He's a good egg. It's Car D'Angelo over at Earth 2 Comics is sponsoring the Dork Forest this month. Earth 2 Comics is in Sherman Oaks. It's also in Northridge, California. And if you go into either one of those stores and you mention that you are a ranger of the Dork Forest, you will get 10% off your purchases. Very exciting. I love uh, Earth 2. Very, very supportive staff. They can help you find stuff. If you don't know what to get, you can sort of describe the kind of things that you like to read and I don't know. If you go to the Sherman Oaks one, they might even tell you what uh, Maya and Andy's uh, pull list is. And then you can know more than you need to know about what kind of comic books to get. But Earth 2, super friendly staff, and they have everything. And if they don't have something in one store, they will send away to the other store and hook you up. And I recommend that you all go there. And I recommend that you mention the Dork Forest because then you get 10% off. There's the ad. In other news... JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, AllThingsComedy.com is uh, the podcast network that The Dork Forest is on. And there's a lot of great podcasts over there if you're looking for more pods. There you go. My stand-up uh, and live Dork Forests are on JackieCation.com. There's a chance to buy merch. There's a chance to go to the Amazon banner and buy whatever you want from Amazon and I get a kickback. The Dork Forest gets kickback and... Other than that, there's T-shirts and CDs and the calendar. Oh, and the donation button, of course. Everyone should give me $100 a year. Do what you can. If you have to give it to me in $4 increments, you're going to have to do the math because I don't know how to set that up. Uh, I've asked Mark Marin. He's told me twice. I still haven't done it. Anyway, let's get into the show. It's a good one. Hey, welcome to the Dork Forest. It's Jackie Cation. I am sitting with Hemda, uh, who is from New York and is in a podcast called Keith and the Girl. Welcome to my home. Hey, it's a lovely home. It is uh, adorable, is it not? (laughs) How adorable is it? I'm jealous. Um, Well, that's because you live in New York, probably in uh, uh, some sort of theater trunk. Yeah, you have outdoor space that belongs to you. Right, yeah. right. Or at least we have um, the us in the bank at this time. That joke never gets old. huh? Actually, to mention the banks makes me want to line them up and shoot them. So let's not talk about the banks at this time. You got it. All right. So I am coming back one year. Tomatoes grow in and I'm oh, going to yeah. make a salad with some of the mint you have. We actually have cherry tomatoes on the side that I you'll be taking you. with you. Oh, there really? you go. Yeah. I yeah. love you. There you go. That's, uh, th- do you know what that's a sign up? That might be your dorkdom. Uh, the yeah. tomatoes might be your thing. Uh, fresh tomatoes anyway, right? Oh, yeah. I, I eat them like apples. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They're the, they're the loveliest uh, of all foods. They're my favorite fruit and vegetable. Oh, right. Yes. Nice work. Yes. Hemda, I have this to say. First of all, your name is going to wrestle with me for about an hour here. And, but we've never met. You're coming in town for the LA Podcast Festival, right? Yes. And so this will drop after. Uh, the LA Podcast Festival. That's fine. I'll still be around and so will Keith exactly. and the Girl. So will Keith and the Girl. Yeah. And is it KeithandTheGirl.com? Yes. And what do you guys, you, you are the girl. Yeah. Keith would be Keith. Keith Malley, yeah. Yeah. He's, we're going to record with him separately. This is nice to separate you two because, yeah. uh, you guys talk to each other all the time. 
We do, yeah. Let's let's go uh let's go separately. You get to talk about the thing you love a lot and then I we'll should... bring him on and he can talk about the thing he loves a lot. Yeah, and then um and then tell me all his secrets. Right. Yeah. You could listen to them. Totally. And uh there's never any editing in the dark forest. Oh boy, I love that. <laughs> Unless there's something uh, distinctly horrifying that you said. <laughs> like if you if you've decided to shoot your career in the foot, I might talk to you briefly about do you really want that story? That's nice Gary? of you. We don't do that. I know nobody does that. And I don't ever ever do it either, because nobody's ever really done it. Um but it's yeah, it's No, I mean we don't we don't edit it out when somebody shoots their career. Right, right, yeah. right. You're like, oh no, this is gonna be good. This is good and it's one of the reasons Sorry why that you said that. <laughs> but you said it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. It just and no one's ever said anything that I've had to edit out. Oh. It's mostly just ums and uhs, and I do a notes section. It's a fascinating story. Why are you interviewing me? Here we go. Let's uh, <laughs> let's let's talk. So you know Ophira Eisenberg, yeah, and you noted that we have kind of the same voice. I was amazed, and then I noticed that you you guys did a show in January, and I said, how would anyone be able to tell who's who? And I thought maybe I was being some weird form of racist, biased, whatever, prejudiced, you know. That you were possibly being punked or something was happening. It's cause, I don't, you know. Or just, just all women sound alike. What? No, but your cadence is similar. I your don't, tone I, is similar. My father sleeps around. I mean, <laughs> she is younger than I am. She might be. I mean, I, I love Ophira. I don't know anyone who wouldn't love Ophira. Who no, no, she's Ophira. a good egg. She's yeah. A, yeah, she's good people, right? Oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you so live I in fell New York. In right away. Right, right. Cause just by association. Yeah. Where, where in New York do you live? I live in Queens. Oh, nice. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Is there an Italian ice? Well, the only time I've been to Queens, I had an Italian ice. <laughs> And it was back in 1986. So we, we can find you some. Yeah. It might have been 1990. That's there we go. One, that sounds a little bit better. 86 makes everyone go, I wasn't born in 86. And how you're dare like, well, they? how dare they not be born? But. So you live in Queens, yeah. and how long have you lived in New York? Did you grow up in New York? I, yeah, since I was four. I was born okay. in Israel, mm-hmm. and my family came over. I was four. My younger brother was one. My older brother was, I think, six. Nice. And I don't know how a family does that. Oh, you know, starts they, over and just takes children and goes yeah, to a new country? Yeah. They didn't know the language. Right. But let's go there. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, my theory on immigration, because my grandparents, all of them, uh, both sides, uh, came over and many of them were grumpy for a long time because it's a pain in the ass to move. Yeah. And, and it's just balls. ballsy stuff. And I always think to myself about immigrants, you're like, you can, that's why you got to give everybody a generation or two to melt because it's such a pain in the ass because nobody ever moves because things are going well. You know, what's weird is, and, and I, you know, as you were talking, I'm like, I don't even know why they did it. It was going well for them in Israel. They've been lying to you. That's what it is. Because the thing is, is there's not a woman right now sitting in the Philippines going, you know, I'm a dentist and things are going really well. But what I want to do is I want to wash clothes for a living. That's not happening. That never happens. Unless did both of your parents, sometimes university professors move. Were they they, uh, professionals? No, uh, my mother was a stay-at-home mom, and yeah. she helped my father's business, uh, you know, sort of take off because right. she was a seamstress. Okay, um, she made all of our clothes until we moved to America. Like, made every single thing. We right, wore. right, I, underpants and everything. Uh, um, well, no, I guess not. You know, you why do I got to ruin out. it? Why do I got to ruin things? Yeah, that's yeah. not what the dork forest is about. Yeah. It's a safe space. Not socks either. So <laughs> bubble bursted. <laughs> You're like, why are you so lazy? No, no, that it's amazing if she made everything else. That's, yeah. um, but but my father's um, line of work was clothing, and so oh, okay. he would um, 
uh, sell wholesale clothing. She would make it at first and he would go out and sell it. And he felt like this is what I understand from him. I mean, he's a, a very stoic person, Middle Eastern, raised in Iran. Right. Um, so I get very little information. So <laughs> right. don't ask me any very questions. Very quiet, but very yeah. stern. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> um, and so he said that he had reached a point um, in Israel where he, he knew he was doing well, but he knew he can do better in America because America is the promised land. And he oh. did. He did really well here. And he did uh, really well. Yeah. Yeah, in and New he's York. fine. And yeah. he's fine. Well, yeah. that's neat. Um, well, now they're back in Israel. Oh, really? Yeah, they retired in Israel. Ah, oh, that is nice. Yeah. Because um, that's the way to go. Is, is I'm going to retire to Wisconsin. Don't think I won't. Yeah? No, I won't. Um, <laughs> because uh, Not with this garden. <laughs> not with this garden. And not with... Uh, Andy won't go with me to uh, to Wisconsin in the winter. Why is that? Because uh, he was raised in <laughs> California. Oh, and he wants go. no part of anything. He's like, snow? For a weekend, we went to Sun Valley, Idaho, which is this sort of, it's where rich people go uh, and bring their children to all dress in fur coats and learn how to ice skate backwards. <laughs> and um, Did you dress in fur and ice skate backwards? No, we saw those. We saw those folk. And uh, I ice skated. I, I've been trying to learn how to ice skate backwards for years. I, I come from ice skating. I do it. I'll, we'll go ice skating. I'll help you. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, New York. Yeah, yeah. New York, Wisconsin. Sure. You'd think I would know. And... um he got on. He put ice skates on, but he only went for the for the weekend. So your dorkdom, let's get to it. Okay. Is uh, you said it's food. I think I could talk about food for an hour. Yeah, I think I could talk about food for ten hours. Wow. Yeah, I'm obsessed, and it's it's actually bad. I think it might be a problem. Is I this think it's, I, is this a reveal? Is this an intervention? What's happening? I, lately, I realized I think it is a problem. I think I am addicted to food. I think that I have. Several? Allow me to move the candy in the crunchers. Yeah, the yeah. You know, as what, soon as I see it? a candy dish, I'm like, okay, just focus. You didn't want candy before you saw that. Now, right. You know, and but so. I trick myself and tell, it, tell me it's Andy's and then I have it for, for people when they come over. That's, that's nice that you can do that. Yeah. Well, it doesn't always work, but <laughs> right. and I always have it when, when, when I record. I tell Lauren, who is my fiance, to yes. hide that kind of stuff. Oh. Yeah, if we want it in the house, it will not be in my face. Because, like I said, as soon as I see it, I crave it. So it's not like I don't crave it before I see it, but out of sight, out of mind right. helps totally. me. So what? how did it all begin? Is your mother an excellent cook? Yes, she is. Yeah. yeah. I loved most of the things that she made. And um, one of the things that I do if I go back to Israel is request Food. Oh, right, right. Put it on the on yeah. the wish list if you could make this nice. Yeah. I'm told the hummus in Israel is amazing. I don't care about hummus. <laughs> <laughs> really? Chickpeas are not your downfall? You know, I have made hummus, but I think I make it the Italian way. I, I roast red pepper, olive oil, and uh, and chickpeas. Oh, you, you make a red pepper hummus. Yeah. And so, but I think I, because I don't add the tahini, I think it is a Mediterranean tahini, but right. I, I, I think it's more Italian. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Might be, could yeah. be. So what's your favorite foods that your mom made? And um, can you duplicate? I can't make anything. She hated me in the kitchen. Uh, and, um. and I learned later that because she was so forced to be in the kitchen as she was growing up, mm -hmm. um, and her, you know, she had to do so many chores as a woman in her house, you mm -hmm. know, the men didn't have to do anything, that she was doing me a favor by letting me off the hook on these things. And, right. and I think it was between that and she's so anal as as a person. Right, right. Just she's bossy magoo. She's clean. And if you mess up her kitchen, you know, and you're, you're cooking, it's automatically messing up her mm -hmm. kitchen. She's mm -hmm. got a system. She wipes everything down as she goes. You, you know, clean as you go. Clean as yeah. you go is not a bad idea. It's I, always a good idea. Sure. But, you know, you're clean as you go and my mother's clean as you go. <laughs> Might be different. <laughs> 
I would guarantee it. You know, I can't, I can't live up to it. And so she's just like, scooch out of my way. You're making a mess. You know, mm-hmm. she hates when I cook in her kitchen. So I just, I just go, well, then here's my list. Here's make my list so. of foods that I would enjoy that you would make. Yes. Has, have you gotten recipes from her at all? At least uh, you should get recipes from her. I, you know, I asked her in my adulthood because one of my favorites is stuffed peppers. And I, I did ask her. Or stuffed to, bell pepper? Uh, she makes, she makes stuffed everything. She used to make me stuffed tomatoes because I like tomatoes so much. Stuffed mm-hmm. potatoes, stuffed, uh, not bell peppers, those longer, more Spanish ones. Right, yeah. right. Um, but. Did you ever stuff zucchini? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My grandmother used to do stuffed bell peppers and stuffed zucchini. So good. And. Not, not tomatoes. Tomatoes, I think, were too expensive in, in Wisconsin for some reason. Except for in the, and, and we had a lot of canned tomatoes because she had a garden, my mm. grandmother. And so she would can and there was a lot of tomatoes. There was tomatoes and everything, uh, That's forever, lovely. but it was great. But Armenian um, food is similar to Middle Eastern or no? Yeah, it's all the same. Yeah. 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 It's, it's all, um, uh, sort of, uh, grape leaves and rice and, and, and lamb herbs. And, and peel off and, and. So good. And chickpeas and, and a bunch of yes. parsley that's chopped up and things and Yeah, aside from the beef. heavy carb and they probably put a lot of oil in their stuff, it's not bad because mostly our heritage is very, you know, start from scratch. I mean, right. I guess everybody's is. You right, know? right. Because um, we all came from peasants. Yeah. And uh, and now and now the peasants, uh, all the peasants eat processed food. Isn't that a shame? Even it in is. Israel, when I was a kid, um, everyone was skinny. I mean, I I really think... 90 something percent of the population was just in a, a healthy weight. Yeah. And that's because no one was buying frozen food or anything like that. All the, the restaurants were making the food like my right. mother did. And it takes so long to make that food yes. that it, to overeat these little things called manta that my grandmother would made. She'd be like, you know, it takes me hours to make those. Stop yeah. eating those. And uh, she was like, you've had enough. I love ethnic people. It's just, yeah, it's just slap your hand and yes. move the hell on. And I, <laughs> I, I know the stop eating <laughs> quote. Right. Which is not always put in the nicest way. Nope. If, if ever. No, never. Haven't, <laughs> haven't you had enough? I heard a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Aren't you done? I think you're done. Yeah. Allow me to take your plate for you. Yeah, I have reached over and they're like, nope. 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 <laughs> Whack-a-mole. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for in life. So what are your favorite foods that the, so you like the stuff, the stuff that she stuff them with like a ground beef? Um, yeah, I think like, I don't, I don't necessarily. Is it a ground meat? Yeah. Is it stuffed with it's, meat? It's ground beef. Um, I was a vegetarian for a little while and mm-hmm. I don't think I need the ground beef. You could put it in or not. You it know? could just be a rice and veggie kind of mix. Yeah. And I feel like I prefer that because when you don't have meat, you have to add more herbs and more saucy things and, and flavor. Yeah. And so you're not leaning on it. So it's a lot easier to cook with meat, but it's mm-hmm. a lot more flavorful and more of a challenge and, and more herbaceous and more, you know, and a more green and colorful when, yeah. when you give somebody sort of a crutch, I guess. Well, not you know, a crutch, uh, a challenge. You know, they, they usually call them dolmanes, which doesn't make sense because that's the, uh, the word for stuffed, uh, instead of the word for wrap and, but Grape the, leaves? yeah, the, yeah. uh, my grandmother called them sarma, which is the Turkish word for wrap. And, um, dolmades is part of, it's, it comes from a Turkish word for stuffed. And it sarma. Sounds very sexual. It's very sexing, <laughs> wrapping, wrapping and stuffing things. Yes, sex. But, uh, she would Thanks make. Thanks for making it sexier. Right. Well, that's, that's what I am about. It's, uh, it's all about me making things. <laughs> and then, but the sarma, 
had um, there were two kinds of sarma. There was regular meat sarma, which was wrapped in grape leaves or or cabbage leaves. And um, Ooh, she'd make cab- oh, cabbage stuff. Yeah, oh, cabbage sarma was amazing. I loved it. Yes. And um, and then she would make vegetarian sarma, and she always called it yalanchi sarma. Yalanchi. I can't pronounce. I mean, I don't know enough of the language, but um, yalanchi is Turkish for um, liar. Huh. Which means oh. I thought there was going to be meat in this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no one was happy about my vegetarianism. Oh, no? No. no Not you, supportive? You saw the movie of My Big Fat Greek Wedding. As parts an Armenian yes. person, you have to. I saw parts of it. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it was, I was like, no, no, I, I, I've lived that. I don't need to see it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, every scene, I was like, yup, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yup. When are you going to have children with the saddest face in the world? <laughs> I don't know how you're this upset about my uterus. Right, right. It doesn't really seven billion people on the planet. I think it's going to work out. And do you do you either of your siblings have kids? Um, I uh, both my brothers want kids and are planning on it. Very <laughs> are working soon. on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My older brother's married, and my younger brother's in a committed relationship. Okay. Um. So they'll be fine. That's what I'm. Except thinking. for that, you're the woman, and so you have to pass on. Yep. Oi, with the poodles already. Yeah, and, why, uh, why am I not using this thing? Right, and, right. And lower than my boobs. You've gotten this, 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 uh, this thing, this, this kit, gift. This, this yes. gift. Yes. It scares from the, the life Lord. out of me. Oh, that's and it hilarious. Should, that's what I think happens. It scares a life right out of you and then boom, you have a baby. <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden you have a child and then you have a toddler and then you have a, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love children. I can't wait for my brothers to have kids. I, right. They have a built-in babysitter for life, but I don't, I feel like it's a little too much responsibility for me. Did they live in Israel by your parents? No, no. Oh, who's uh, the built-in babysitter? Well, well, me. Oh, oh you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, well Michael, you. my younger brother lives here, but is moving to New York uh, around January. He's moving back. And Andrew lives uh, in San Francisco. But I could visit. You could visit. I have four older brothers and a sister. And um, wow. many of them have children. And they have always uh, considered me a built-in babysitter. However, uh, and now done, now done. And yeah. which is unfortunate because as I love my nieces and nephews. I love it. He love it. He love. Are they adults? And, um, yeah. Many of them. My oldest nephew is 34. Amazing. My youngest nephew is three. So, and then I have great wow. nephews and great nieces and, um, great niece and three great nephews. And so because you're the youngest, I'm the youngest okay. and they're all breeding like crazy. And, um, but my sister, who's just a couple of years older than me, has two kids, a girl and a boy. And I ba- I've babysat for him a couple of times. But the thing is, is I'm, I'm tired now. That's fair. I love them a lot. But, uh, and she's like, well, you want to, you know, you should spend more time. She's never said that, by the way. <laughs> uh, that is entirely a committee meeting going on in my own head. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you know, you could, you could do the, the nighttime you're asleep babysitting. You know, where it's like the one time in she case asked, of emergency babysitting. The, the only time she's ever asked me to babysit for her, um, for real was the first time and I babysat for three nights and four days. And the and the children were three and nine months. Wow. Yeah. And she was like, I need this for my relationship. And okay. she and my sister has never asked me to do anything. Ever. Wow. And so I was like, of course. Good for her and, and good then, for you. That's, right. That is just the sweetest, nicest and, mm. and the fact that she was upfront and honest, like, hey, this, Let me fix this. I need to fix something, and nice. if we don't get away, it'll it, it it might end in tears. So let's fix this. And so it was good. And then she was like, "How about next year?" And I was like, "No, no, 
Well, this was an emergency thing. <laughs> I was just nice. Right. Your turn to be nice. <laughs> well, and she is always nice to right. me. And so it's completely insane. But when she came back and I told her, you know, I didn't shake a baby. I didn't yell at a baby. I didn't, I didn't hit a baby. And she was like, if you want a parade for not abusing my children, <laughs> you will not be getting one because that was our go-to. That was the basics, Jackie, we were hoping for. <laughs> you will not be, <laughs> there's no, you should not be proud of nothing. Of right. doing the very basic minimum. I kept your child alive. Both right. of them. Right. It reminds, I'm, I met this guy and he was so f- a nice guy, but he and his, his friend were, got super drunk and they were making out and she passed out. And he sat, the, my favorite part of the story is that he sat in a chair for two hours waiting for her to wake up because then maybe they would continue to make out Lord. and have sex. And the next day he sort of half promised, he was like half bragging about how he did not rape that woman. Oh my God. <laughs> and his friends were like, no. No, no parade for that either, my friend. Good job. Good job. Yep. Yep. My God. Oh my God. (laughs) It's like every day I don't steal anything. Good for me. Parade. (laughs) Right. And uh, a lot of parades happening in your neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of parades happening in your crazy, I would like a parade for graduating from grade school, you know? And I think that's what caused it myself. At least you know the source. Yeah. My source is a uh, grammacation over here. Uh, has got a theory. These kids today, they just want to, they, they want a certificate for everything. Yeah. Okay. So what else do they, what else do they love? The, uh, what else do you love that your mom made? Oh, um, I, you know, it, weird stuff. I, I just, you know, I remember eat, eating soup that had a chicken neck. I don't like that. Right. But I ate it as a kid. I, I was cool with it. And then I realized what it is and it just freaked me out. Oh, so I, you've, you, oh, you've told her not to, but when you go, when you go to visit, you're I like, will visit- you make the chicken neck soup? No. Shakshuka though? Shakshuka. Do you know what shakshuka is? I do not. Okay. So it's, it involves a lot of tomatoes and everything that involves <laughs> a lot of tomatoes is good for me. It's Excellent. tomatoes and eggs. And, and eggs. Yeah. It's very huge, very huge Israeli breakfast. Oh, yeah. neat. So if you're in Israel, most restaurants will have it. There's a shakshuka. Shakshuka. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's actually my older brother's favorite food and his, his wife learned how to make it just because he talks about right. it so fondly. Is it just fried or? No, you basically stew tomatoes. You maybe put a little, you know, of the usual olive oil, garlic, that kind of stuff. Some you herbs. Put some herbs in there. Yeah. And then you crack eggs, uh, and usually you keep them with the, uh, with the yolk intact. Okay. And you, you put a lid on it so that it, it, Steams. Yeah. And, and that's it. But here's the thing. The last couple of, the last few months, it's, it started happening about two years ago. I was like, what? I think two years ago. I don't know. I think it's been happening for a while. I'll eat eggs <laughs> and I'll be like, what? Why am I eating eggs? This is so gross, but I oh. like it. And I'll just keep eating. I'm like, don't think about it. Don't think about it. And I eat it. And I'm just like, that was great. You know, because it's yeah. such a good part of breakfast, eggs, salad, potatoes, right. favorite. And so I'm just like, oh, I can't. And then, and then I really found out what an egg is. Cause I always thought it was kind of gross what an egg is, but yeah. when I found out basically an egg is period, that's yeah. it. That's it. I can't do no, it anymore. It's an ovum though, but it's not the period. It's the, it's the, it's a, it's a baby chicken that is not fertilized, right? It's, it's yes. not period. It's not the lining of the uterus of the chicken. 
right? That's what that's what your period is. Let me let you in on something. And, uh, I don't know a lot of science, but uh, I could do menstruation. <laughs> but it just kind of grosses you out, and the fact that it's just it comes out of the the poop shoot of a um or the 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 vagina shoot of a of a chicken. I think generally, um, if you okay, if we didn't grow up with eggs, right. and at the age of thirty, somebody <laughs> handed you an egg. Scrambled or otherwise. How can you not have an egg? Did you see Julie and Julia? No. It Should was I? no, okay. no. Half of it was good. The part with Meryl Streep. Uh, the part, but the other part. That woman looked like a piece of work. I did see that, and I agree with you. Yeah. The whole Mer- Meryl Streep part should have just been the entire movie. And yeah. that other girl was gratuitous. It was them trying to get um the young ones into the movie theater. Right. You know, they're like, this is this is modern day. And I was like, no, this other stuff is magnificent. It's fantastic. Yeah. The Julia Child stuff. And excellent. But the weird thing is is that woman in real life had never had an egg until she opened that started that blog. What? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. It was the weirdest part of the movie for me where I was I was actually pulled out of the movie to go who doesn't who doesn't have an egg until they're 28 years old? Yeah, who who never had an egg put in front of them? And or social situations or as a child made to eat it cuz we're all having eggs, yeah. right? Yeah. Um yeah, she's never had a cooked egg. She'd had, you know, in bread and stuff. Right. That's the thing I haven't eliminated that because I don't want to get I I'm not choosing to do this. It's just I can't go back. Well, and, it's hard. It's hard once you once you although I I'll tell you, I one time I was chicken is my favorite food. I love oh, it's chicken. It's my least favorite. Least favorite food least favorite i'm working on a calendar but one time i was biting into a piece of chicken and you know when you pull off the skin yeah and you think to yourself "Ugh, this is skin and you start to creep yourself out about how it's skin and then you go i like it crunchy and you move on yeah and that's how that's that's as close as i've come to and i and i i have those moments often i have those moments very often when i uh cut into meat you know it's it's better to have ground stuff because it's it's a little less like flesh right maybe you know but i when we make turkey for Thanksgiving, and right. I love having people over for food. I will make, uh, you know, I. So you cook. I love cooking. I don't have that much of an opportunity. We don't have a dishwasher, but we're getting one because okay. that allows me to stretch. You okay. know what I mean? Because um, the sink just drives you. It's it is insane. I I try to use as few pots as possible, as few pa- plates as possible, and it's it's not as comfortable. It's not as fun. It, just kind of a knee jerk. Re- you're just like I don't want to. I don't want to make this the biggest mess in the world. But maybe yeah. that's where it comes from. Well, I I just don't want to. You know, the dishes pile so easily that yeah. you know I try to keep it so much to a minimum that I'm just you know the, the only housework that does that to me is vacuuming. I hate it. I'm like a cat. I can't hear the vacuum cleaner. Really? I don't want the vacuum cleaner to be on ever, ever. Uh, I'm like, please, I will pick up things by hand. Oh my I, God. We have a, we have an old timey carpet sweeper. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's the closest I can get to a vacuum cleaner. So you're not against the pulling and pushing of it. No, it's, it's no, the, it's the actual mechanics of it. Funny. And I'm like, I can't stand it. I like, I don't like a dishwasher either because I'm like, they're not getting clean, but they, oh, but they're I... sterilized because they get super hot. Yeah, that's what I like about it. And yeah. and then like it does it for me. And I'm not going to get a dishwasher that I have to rinse the hell out of first because <laughs> I might as well be doing the dishes. Right. So we're saving up. Right. You're saving up. You're going to get a dishwasher. Yes. Well, that'll be fun. My dream. <laughs> um, my, my mother should be proud of me. Yeah. But she's not. Um, <laughs> so one of my other favorite dishes that my mom makes is such a simple Iraqi breakfast that we would have only on Saturday mornings. That was tradition that they had on Saturday mornings, which is a boiled potato. Boiled egg 
and fried eggplant. You put that in a pita and we'd have leftover, you know, salad from the night before Friday night dinner was huge and you put it anywhere. And so I eggplant always grossed me out. So my mom would squish it for me Yeah, and then I'd squish the potato and egg, shove it all in there. I still want that, but I can't have eggs. But the eggs are now, you boil and you mean poached? Essentially, is it poached? No, it's uh no, you or boil a hard it. boiled egg. Hard boiled egg. Oh, hard boiled egg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so it sounds it, that's definitely peasanty. Yeah, yeah. Potato, yeah. a hard boiled egg, and yeah. a and some salad. It's yeah, eggplant and some eggplant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That uh, that that that's found food. That's food where you're like, oh, exactly. what's in the kitchen? Exactly. Let's uh, let's feed the kids this. Yeah, but I'd look forward to it on Saturday morning. Well, that's because it's. Uh, it sounds very very tasty. There's I mean, nothing wrong with that. If I didn't grow up with it, I'd be like, you're crazy. No, you know? no, what, what, but what, you know, all of those things are good, right? If you put them in a little salt and pepper and then you eat that. Who puts potato in a pita? That is so carby. <laughs> that is so much starch. Why are you doing that? It's only because you're you know, we afraid never, to die of we, hunger. Of hunger. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what you, you gotta, you gotta stretch that out. Yeah. You know, we never, um, <clears throat> we rarely have ever ate potatoes when I was a kid. We only uh, ate rice. It's the best food. Oh, I already said tomato, but potato is... Potato and tomato. Yeah. You like a deadly nightshade. I'm surprised you don't like eggplant more. I do like eggplant. Now, I like, now you like eggplant? Yeah, I, I got over it. Now I like eggplant. I don't know a way that I wouldn't like eggplant. All right. Yeah. We grew okra this year. And have you had that? I have. My mother would make a thing with okra. Not thrilling. Well, it's it's slidery. Yeah. And uh, you have to... I, I If you didn't have it as a child, there was a window yeah. where you're like... Ugh. Fine, then fry it and I will eat it. Yes. Then it'll be fine because it's not as slippery and gross. Yeah, but, I could um, eat shrimp fried, but I'm not a big shrimp fan. Yeah, I uh, I just I love chicken in all of its forms. What do you make? What do you make? Um, I have I I like to make the simplest food, and and uh, honestly, Rachel Ray taught me how to cook. Okay. Yeah, I would watch her. So super fast too. Yes, I don't. I don't like the slow cooking. I don't want to wait five hours because I don't have it, and I don't think ahead that often. It doesn't thrill me either. Usually, the five hour cooking, you let it sit. I want to play with my food for a half an hour. I want it stirring. Right. You know, even when when Lauren's cooking, I'm like, can I just stir something? Right. Can I can I chop something <laughs> right, for can you? Need anything chopped? Yeah. yeah. I, I want to work with the food. So baking is not interesting to me. I don't want to measure anything. Ooh, baking is science. And it's science baked. is hard. It, and <laughs> I'm not good at science. Utensils, you need the right the right size. Right. You got to have more than one measuring uh, thing. cup. Yeah. I have one measuring cup. Yeah. Nothing. Then the spoons, the different spoon. No. <laughs> okay. So I, I really like making the simplest food. I, I really, my menu comes off of Rachel Ray's ideas. So, okay. um, I, I like to make, I like to make steak, even though I said it grosses me out a little bit. Yeah. You put a little soy sauce, a little thyme. You, you let that marinate for an hour. Soy sauce and thyme. People think you're a genius. Try this. Seriously. Right. People okay. think, and it's with the cheapest cut of meat, a flank steak. Okay. And you just have to cut it right. If you don't cut it right, it's chewy. Oh, so by the way, here's, <laughs> are, here's what are I Are you do. butchering your own foods? No. Are, how do you, what is flank steak? Flank steak has to be cut a certain way. So you see the the lines that run through it. Yeah. You have to cut what's called against the grain. Against the grain. Yeah. Otherwise, okay. if you cut with the grain, the the meat turns into this whole different chewing experience and it's too chewy. So when, when you eat it, you cut against the grain. I cut it for the people that I'm serving it for so that- Oh, do you do a medallion kind of situation? Uh, just sort of slivers. 
Okay. Yeah. 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 And then after that, you can cut it whatever way. It's not going to yeah. be such a big deal. Okay. But to not. And do you marinate it with it when, once it's cut? No, or you, you marinate, marinate it before. whole. You yeah, marinate it whole. You take the big slab of meat, which nice. you can get for 20 bucks that feeds about at least four people. Right. With sides, you can stretch it to six, yeah. eight people. Great for, you know, uh, Mexican, uh, like fajitas and things like that. I sure. mean, this is the kind of thing that can stretch a lot. So you do that. Rosemary, potatoes, maybe bruschetta to start. Okay. I always like to have a salad or, you know, yeah. vegetable. I like to have that all American starch meat and vegetable that's right. my ideal plate no matter what it is whether it's fish or you know yeah. whatever starch um so i cook like that oh and so here's here's one of the obnoxious things because i watch the food network too much right i thought everybody knows like you know cut against the grain and i have this you know just common knowledge i just caught up with the rest of the world not so much <laughs> not and i'm obnoxious about it so the other day <laughs> Yeah. The other day I'm having lunch with my co-host Keith, you know, in between some of the stuff that we were doing and he orders a steak salad. I noticed it's flank steak and I noticed it's undercooked, but it's not, it's also seared wrong. And so nice. Good eye. Good eye. (laughs) So he drops, you know, he's, he's sitting in front before he takes, actually while he's eating, I go, you know why your steak doesn't taste as good as you wanted it to? Because the pan was not hot enough before, or the pan or the grill or whatever it was, (laughs) was not hot enough before they put it in there. And he goes, is that why? Because he really, he... Oh, was he sincere though? He yeah. wasn't being sarcastic He wasn't. You are the best friends then. Because for him not to go, really, why would you want to point out that I'm not enjoying this quite as much well, as you think I am? I know. But, he's, but he was totally honest. He's like, oh, that's exactly why. There's no, no one would enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. By the way, at the end of my little speech, I go, and I know I'm an asshole and I know I'm the worst. Okay, enjoy your food. Enjoy, do what you can. Do what you can to enjoy what, what's left of your food. Look, steak, steak is one of the hardest things to fuck up. Yeah. Because steak is one of the most forgiving things because you can't, you know, aside from like severely undercooking or overcooking, it still could be fixed. Right. That's how I feel. If you overcook it, the, you can make a sauce out of the pan drippings and, you know, maybe people will forgive you. If you undercook it, you could simmer it for a little while in its own juices. Yeah. It's, you know, again, it's not going to be, you know, what you expected Ideal, it to but, be. I mean, but you could, you can, can kind of fix it. You can fuss with it. You know what happens? At least once during every <laughs> fucking episode, we hear how popular you are. A house phone. Uh, yeah, we have a landline. It's very glamorous. I'm going to take this moment to go get some more coffee. Uh, do you want to tell a story while I do that? Oh, sure. Tell, <laughs> what, what else do you like to cook? Welcome to my home. I really want to come back here when all of her vegetables and her herbs grow. And I want to take that stuff and make her the best food ever, and then take the leftovers home, and when she's not looking, take some of the tomatoes too. Don't tell her. <laughs> when okay. I'm editing this. Oh, what is and going find- on? Oh, what is happening? Busted. <laughs> I have to say that a lot of things are happening in Van Nuys. We've had the garbage truck go by, and yes. now there's sirens. We're a bit of a helicopter test area for the police. You're for just some not reason. boring. You know, we are not boring. We it's talked very- about a garden. That doesn't mean that you're just, you know, Susie Homemaker. Susie Homemaker. You know, that's the weird thing is, is I do like slow, slow food. The fiddlier it is, 
the more interested I am because it stops the voices. It's one of the things. And, uh, so like I'll marinate something, I'll chop like a million. I made this, um, very fiddly pork stew. Um, fiddly. Yeah. Well, I it never was, heard that word before. Well, it just, when you it, fiddle with things, yeah, it's a fiddle and diddle. You spend a long time chopping things and I fiddled. Things. I don't know if I fiddled. Ooh, hello. <laughs> Welcome to the show. It got a little racy at minute 30. And <laughs> so, but the, it's, you know, because there's so much, there's, you have to sear the meat and then you move the meat to another pan. Then in those juices, you have to uh, saute the vegetables Delish. and then you have to uh, move those vegetables and then you put the meat and the vegetables back in and you create a sauce and you create a, I don't actually like a sauce. I've never enjoyed a sauce. Sauces are my favorite. You thing. love a sauce? I will. When I'm thinking, what do I want? I'm thinking, what sauce do I want sometimes? You know? Interesting. How do I get a sauce in my food? Tomato <laughs> sauce again. Again. Yes, again. Any sauce. Oh my God. And I learned to like white sauce, which I didn't really. I, There's I no pre- tomatoes in a white sauce. I prefer pink sauce. You prefer, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something with some tomatoes in it. Yeah. A white sauce is just dairy, isn't it? Yeah, it's dairy fat, very fat, very flour, butter, dairy, more dairy, and then add a stick of butter at the end. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is there's probably nothing that's going to taste any better than that because that's amazing. There's a <laughs> stick of butter involved. Well, you stick steak in that. And then you stick some steak in that? There you go. Oh, wow. Some, well, I mean, you know, you could make a sauce for steak based off of that white sauce, make it brown because of the pan drippings. Right, right. So that's, there you go. Yeah. A little yeah, mushroom. I'm, Oh yeah. I love a mushroom. What are your favorite vegetables to cook with? Um, I'm, I'm thinking all of them. I guess I rarely use celery, but, uh, celery for me is good in, in, uh, soups and stuff. Like a stocky kind of thing or. Yeah. 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 But I like celery and I forget, you know, but, um, nightshades are good for me. Oh Um, yeah. Uh, peppers, tomatoes, eggplants are mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't cook that much with eggplants because eggplants take more care. You, you need to, if you're really doing it right, you need to put salt on them, let them sit for an hour, drain, and then you get the bitterness out of it. And because I don't like to do that. Right, you again, don't want to wait. Yeah, when I watch the Food Network, they take out this, you know, these large pans that they, you know, baking pans, they line up their eggplants slivers mm-hmm. on two large things that if I were to try to clean that later, it's such a bitch. And that's not even part of the cooking process, that's part of the marinating process. No, I could marinate meat because I throw it in a bag, I throw everything in there, right. and I shove it in the fridge. Right. But to lay everything out and to wash these dishes just because you're letting the, the <laughs> negative juice drink out of your eggplant, no, goodbye, no. Wow, that seems that seems like someone's trying to torture you. Yeah. Why? Why, why would I have to wait for that? That doesn't seem any part of any part of a good time. What about, um, there's an excellent Israeli restaurant, actually, that's, uh, that's right by my comic book store. Earth 2 Comics is sponsoring the show this, this month. Nice. And right next to it is a, is a, is a Israeli restaurant that's excellent called Toast. Toast. I think I have been there. It's have- on, um, it's essentially in between Kester and Sepulveda on, on Ventura, right? There's, there's like three restaurants right next to Earth 2. And one of them is the, on the corner, and it used to just be a coffee shop and yogurt place, and now it's an Israeli restaurant. Falafels have, type stuff, or no? No, no, no. All it seems to be super fresh. They do. I think they have that that egg and tomato thing. They must. Yeah. Well, yeah. if they have breakfast, well, not must because 
you you need to have the pans for it. Yeah, and, and they it, also do a um, like a kind of a flatbready pizza. They, of course they do. Yeah, yeah. Of course they do. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't they? Them and the Greeks. Right. Yeah. Right. They're like, we have all this pita. We'll, <laughs> we'll just do shove something. some stuff on it and throw it in the Americans thing. Americans will eat it. It'll yeah, be fine. totally. <laughs> but uh, Israeli, I don't want to be a stereotype, but Israeli is one of my favorite foods because it's all fresh. Everything that you see on your plate, you can identify whether it's elaborate or not. It's, yeah. You know, and you said you don't like sauces. I don't know that they use sauces so much. They don't use sauces. Yeah. It's nice. It's just like I had a beautiful, it was a couscous tabbouleh. Mm. And, uh, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. I enjoy grains a great deal. I like, I like, um, all different kinds of grains. I like rice. I like barley. I like quinoa. I like couscous. I like, um, bulgur. And, um, I think, and I like barley. Did I say that already? Whatever. But I like, uh, <laughs> I like a lot of grains. I don't like, potatoes are fine. But they're not, they're not my go-to. See, they're not my. I, I, if you ask me, it's a potato every time. It's and a potato, really? Every single time. You know, you Hash have. browns and. Oh, God. <laughs> I just came. Okay. <laughs> because they don't make hash browns anymore. They only make home fries. And when I was growing up, it was hash, hash browns all around. And only the fancy places were giving home fries. So it was a fun change when you went out or something, right. you know, to like a nicer place. Now it's only home fries. And I know it's because it's much harder to make hash browns. It's a lot harder to make because you yeah. got to shred them. You got to shred them. You got to drain them. And then you got to drain them. Yeah. And then talk about fiddly. I like to make hash browns, quite honestly. But you need a Can big I enough come pan. come over when you're cooking? Yes. <laughs> Why am I coming over for microphone time? Right. Microphone time with uh, with cashews. That's yeah. not, that's not no. as much fun. Throw that in a pan. <laughs> Add a sauce. Add a sauce. I can help. What I, do you want me to chop? Okay, right. You will like to stir something I at love this time. Chopping. Do you? It's um. It's not my favorite part. Um. Like I. I. I also like a, a winter squash. Do you ever do a winter squash? I never do it because I don't know any recipes off the top of my head for it. But I'll eat the hell out of it. You don't even need a recipe because here's the thing about a winter squash. Um. People do too much to them. Like an acorn squash. Someone will cut it in half. And that's fine. And then you can bake it. Right now, actually, here in October, we are in summer squash season, where which can take the place of pasta if you were trying to stay away from um I haven't carbs. tried that yet. I really want to. The spaghetti squash? Spaghetti. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Spaghetti squash. It is in season as we speak. I know you're talking porn to me right now, right? Right, right. This well, is very unfair. This is a dorkdom. This is, this is a, because I'm a bit of a food dork myself. <laughs> and and Andy's, you know, I never had had this spaghetti squash. Uh, as pasta before. Does it taste like pasta? No, 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 it doesn't taste like pasta. It tastes like, uh, it looks like pasta. <laughs> what about the consistency? Cause that's the most important part. If oh it, yeah. It is the it's consistency fine. of pasta. Cause yeah, then I can deal. Yeah, it's fine. That would be good it's... with, I guess, an eggplant sauce. And here's the other thing. I don't much like pasta. Oh God, that is my, oh, I how, hate you. Right. How can I not like potatoes and pasta and <sighs> still weigh a million pounds? I have no idea. She does not weigh a million pounds. It's fine. Uh, there's nothing to be done, uh, except for exercise and, uh, eating less chicken, I imagine. Cause, cause the thing is you were talking, um, you were talking about how, cause I have a trigger food and it is chicken. Mm, that's I, not so bad though, is I it? I bake a chicken. Well, if you bake a chicken and then eat it, mm. that's a lot of chicken. I have trouble with portions. I don't have trouble with the kind of food that I eat, but I have trouble with portions. Like, right. I just named some foods. I mean, give me a good salad, you know, mm-hmm. with a good piece of fish. I am in heaven, but if you give me two pieces of fish and a like <laughs> a large bowl of salad, I guess that's my portion. <laughs> it's going in. I don't know where I put it. That's where the that's please where the- come out. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fish do you make? I don't make fish. 
fish I is love so fish, easy. Though. The kinds of fish that I made, again, the easiest kind of fish. So trout. Um, I make salmon and um, what is it? Catfish. So okay. And salmon's my go-to because salmon is the easiest thing you can ever make. So, and I don't even, again, I don't have to dirty a dish. <laughs> Aluminum foil. <laughs> this will be my uh, show on the Food Network. Yeah. Don't dirty any dishes. Don't dirty any dishes. You live in a tiny space. <laughs> yeah, it's Stop called, it. It's called, my, my Food Network show is called, I don't have a dishwasher. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so aluminum foil, put the piece of uh, salmon on there, squeeze a lot of lemon on it, salt, pepper, the end. You put it in 350. Salt, pepper, a boatload of lemon, and that's it? That's it. It is moist and juicy. Don't cook it all the way through. I like it pretty rare, but you know, I if the only thing you can do wrong is cook it way too much. If you're cooking it for more than 20 minutes, you're wrong. Okay. Yeah. So try 10 minutes and then look at it. Why not? I mean, you know, it sucks it, to open it and reclose right, it. But it'll, but t- it'll take a couple of tries to figure out how to do it. 10 minutes is probably too soon, but you know, depending 12, on the cut. 14. <laughs> I think at 15 minutes, if you want to take it out, you could feel pretty good about yourself. Okay. okay. <laughs> and then you look at it and go, oh, I'm, I'm not going to eat that. And then you put it back in. Yeah. And then you're fine. Yeah. I'm sure that a chef would tell you not to do that because they don't like taking things out of the oven. Right. It's like looking the at the rice when it's cooking. Yeah. It, for some reason, you're like, well, why don't you make a lid that's see-through then? What about that? What I about need that to stare idea? at the food while it's cooking. Exactly. I need to taste it as I go. I'm more than likely I'm full by the end of cooking. Because and I, then a plate full of food shows up. Um, yeah. Hi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> here's my, here's my salad problem. Cause you know, you moved to Los Angeles and when you moved to Los, it is on the wind. Hey, order the salad. <laughs> order. Don't, uh, you don't, you don't, you don't want fries with that. You want a salad oh, with that. That is the hardest decision every time. Every it isn't, time. It isn't for me. I could give a shit about, sal- about fries. You. <laughs> no, I don't know what I'm eating then, but cause Andy Ashcraft, uh, my loved one is, uh, is, has turned me on cause I used to do a joke about how when I first moved here, I went to my first Hollywood party and some woman came up to me and she said, Jackie, there's cake. Of course you'll want a piece of cake. What the uh-huh. hell? It was a lot. And I said, no, no, cake is not my downfall. Mm. I am not um, retaining excess cake. Uh, I am uh, retaining chicken. If you have any chicken back there, I'm into it. Yeah, and isn't so, it funny? Yeah, as much as, you know, when you said the chocolate is here, yeah. I, I could eat that whole bowl of nuts. And the these are Dove dark chocolates, by the way. And uh, I opened one and it's got a dark promise. And you have to read the dark promise in a dark voice. But these these print the printing was crummy on these. Those who bring sunshine to the lives of others cannot keep it from themselves. Love Dove. That is actually one of the greatest dark promises I think I've ever read. <laughs> oh my God, that was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. People say I can't act. I can act. So, so you were saying, so you were here. Andy Ashcraft loves pie. And I previously have only enjoyed pumpkin pie. Mm, um, not I a fan. Love- because it was the only one that, because my mother never cooked. Uh, she was not good at cooking. She didn't enjoy it. And so she was purposely kind of bad at it. Mm. And she was like, just just eat it. It'll be yeah. fine. I wonder and, if you, can you be a good cook if you don't like it? Um, She could because there were three things she made very, very well. She made a roast chicken, which is possibly one of the reasons why I like chicken. Uh, a pilaf. She makes a really good pilaf because Delicious. she lived with my grandmother for a year. My mother died. 
And my stepmother moved in with my grandmother like a week later. So for the year of mourning, because for some reason, South Milwaukee, Wisconsin is, uh, the old country and you have, you can't get married even though you're separated for three years, uh, immediately. So my stepmother is lived. Is that true? Uh, it was true in South Milwaukee in 1972. So, uh, my stepmother, that had to be the most, the weirdest year of her life where she lived with my grandmother. Who chose to do this? Uh, I very much doubt it was Nancy Kishin. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was, we don't want to rent another apartment. And then, cause my dad had to move in with us <laughs> because my mother was dead. <laughs> and, um, wow. yeah. And wow. so my father, there was the six of us. And so my father moves back in with us and with, with who you and your husband? No, no, with, with me and my brothers and sister. Uh, oh, they were so- Divorced. Right. They were separated, uh-huh. never divorced because she was Catholic and he was Armenian and heaven oh, forfend that something that is clearly not working be terminated. So they separated in 69 and 72. She dies. And my father has been dating for two years. Okay. Uh, this woman, Nancy, that he never tells he has six children to. No. no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's no. Rangers of the Dork Forest have heard the tale before, but, uh, yes. And then it's, it's the greatest story in the world. My mother died last year, my stepmother. And, um, but she, it was the greatest story about how he just came and he was like, yeah, my wife died. So I get all the kids back. And she knew he was married and she was okay with that for some weirdo, horrible reason. But the thing is, she didn't know he had, and she knew he had a, one kid. She didn't know he had six children. And I wish that I had is been, such big math. So big. Oh my God. And then she married him? Nope. That is the best reason never to take advice about men from one Nancy Cation. That is reason number 112, uh, to not take, uh, reason number one is that she, she went out with my dad, who I love dearly, but is not boyfriend material. And, uh. That's a very cute way of saying. Yeah, he's not husband (laughs) material. He is, uh, he is hang out and have coffee material. That is my dad. He's, uh, he's, Really good, good time. Very smart. He's a guy to get financial advice from to some extent with a grain of salt because he wants you to win because he wants everyone to win. All right. Take what you like. Take the rest. That's, yeah. Very, yeah. very much so. That is, uh, that is the way you should go with my dad. Therapy, everybody. Right. Everyone. <laughs> exactly. See the similarities, not the differences. <laughs> and, uh, and so it came mm. to pass. Good one. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. And so, yes. So, but the thing is, so she could make a uh, roast chicken that was great. And then my grandmother taught her how to, made, uh, how to make pilaf. And, um, and then, um, and she made a really good chicken cacciatore, which her mother had made. That sounds good, but I never know what that is. It's a red sauce with pasta, red which sauce you would like. In, pasta in. Right? And then chicken. Not as much. I bet you they could, you could I'll make still it. Eat it. Uh... Hey, guess what? Another phone is going off, but you can't really hear it. Is it in there? Nope. Is that you? Oh, it's me. I'm going to ignore that one. <laughs> it's probably my brother Russ to tell me what he's watching on television. Nice. Because he likes to let me in on it. That's cute. It is adorable. It's fun. It is. It's, it's adorable. Are we allowed to use that word? Adorable. Please pass it on. <laughs> and Bossy Magoo. Do it. And Chatty Magoo. I'm thinking of doing a series of children's books uh, based on the Magoo family. Anyway, so let's talk about uh, another another food. I, so what meats do you like besides steak and fish? Just those mostly? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not a pork fan. Mm-hmm. I don't like bacon. For the first time a couple you months don't like ago. Bacon. Yeah. I didn't Gutsy grow stuff. up with gutsy stuff, of course. I right. I don't I don't tend to say that out loud because right, people right. just 
don't they trust think it's you. religious. And yeah. they're just like, oh, is that what it is? Yeah. And you're like, no, no, I just actually don't enjoy it. Yeah, I'm an atheist. I don't give a fuck what God says about the bacon. <laughs> right. And it's it seemed like an interesting choice at the time. Do whatever you need to do. Uh, but you know what's funny about bacon lovers, which is the whole world? Um, mm-hmm. They... They don't let me not like bacon. They they tell me straight up I'm wrong. Right. They make me try. You know they try to make me try it. That's I'm not sort of interested. proselytizing. It's not. It's not okay for most foods. But but here's the thing, bacon is what people try not to eat. Right. It isn't good for you. It clogs your arteries. Right. It it there's nothing positive about bacon. And then they go with the protein. Okay. I you think know I can find my protein. You know what's worse? Uh, sausage. Bacon is actually better than sausage. As far as like, as far as how much oh, fat no. is trapped in it? Because I really, I recently started liking a couple sausages. Well, there's nothing. I mean, there's. I mean, I'll try not to order it because it's like ten grams of fat in just you know a, a finger size of. Oh, like a breakfast link, but but the weird thing is is the way I've been trying to think about food because we we're we're told all the time that we're supposed to eat healthier and we're supposed to do this and we're not supposed to eat carbs and we're not supposed to eat fats and we're just supposed to eat all raw foods or all slow foods or all fiber all fiber and all and no meat and uh v- Aaron K Foley uh Aaron Foley one of my favorite comics has a great joke about how the saddest book in the world is vegan cooking for one uh, oh. and uh <laughs> so but it's and I but I would I would I just think that we should just eat. My biggest thing is what I would love for myself is to just eat the things that I'd like to eat and just in moderation. Yeah. You know? Moderation is, is, would change my life. Would change my life. Yes. If, yeah. And like we have, but Andy bought potato chips about a week ago and he was like, I just, I felt like some potato chips. I'm like, did you? Yeah. Uh, oh, so then you buy it? Is that how that goes? Is that how that goes? And then you bring it into the house? Yeah. And I feel like potato chips all the time. Do I buy it? No. No, on purpose. Because, right. and, and it, I mean, I sound, we sound crazy yeah. because we micromanage our food thought. Cause I, one of the things I loved about Weight Watchers is that you could think about food all the time. <laughs> because, okay. I already have that going. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cause you're supposed to write down everything you eat. That, that drives me crazy, but I know I should. Well, because then you're aware of everything that you've eaten. And so is the whole Weight Watchers team. Right. Which, and, and you have to, when I, when I went to Weight Watchers and I, when you move to Los Angeles, you lose weight. You lose weight because it's on the wind. But, but New York also, because you're walking more and, and it's, it's a very active atmosphere. Right. Right. That's when you lose weight in New York is because you're constantly moving. But except for, you know, in the winter, people put on a little bit because it's just so cold. They're not as much outside. But as soon as the temperature changes, the sidewalk's packed. Right. Yeah. Uh, my my thing about living in New York is I would have to have a doorman building and enough money to take cabs. I would have to be God uh, <laughs> is what it would be. It's a great Woody Allen joke from the 12th century about uh, <laughs> waiting for Godot. Anyway, um, <laughs> find it in your published works, people. And, uh, but the, uh, yeah, it's so... I mean, I just wish there was a way that I wasn't obsessed about food to some extent. Yeah. It's the kind of dorkdom that you wish it were more more open and mellow, but it's the dork forest. You get to be weirdly obsessed about the things you're weirdly obsessed about. I am an addict. Mm-hmm. I am an addict. 
you can't possibly think about something that much if you're not an addict. You can't be full and keep eating if you're not an addict. I don't, what else is there? I know I self-diagnosed myself. I'm <laughs> I'm not a million pounds, you know, no. I, I'm a reasonable weight. No, you I, look, you actually look very healthy and it's not, I mean, you're not fucked up skinny. But, no, and I never will be. It is impossible. It's not my cards. I would like to lose some weight. I'd like to get more fit. And I, I run a little bit. You know, I try to, I try to oh, balance. Oh, do you do a little exercise, do you? Yeah. I, I spent three years exercising like a crazy person. Yeah. And it didn't really do much. 20 pounds, right? And then I was like, and then I hurt my knee. And so I stopped doing it. And I was like, That's you know, it's not worth 20 pounds to me. I wish mm. I could just eat less. And, 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 and it was, it's just, I genuinely think to myself, if I'm not going to be Kate Moss, why would I beat myself up like this? And so it's, it, it, it isn't healthy either because I should do something just yeah. for my heart. <laughs> just to, to move the parts around. Yes. Yeah. The thing is, is I, I don't like going to do the exercise, but I actually don't mind it while it's happening. I like being active. I don't like putting on exercise clothes and being active. So the problem is, is I used to be naturally active because I was running around doing a lot of things. I was just generally like going to clubs and dancing and things like that. Now I have to make effort to make my life active. And that's what bums me out. Right. Cause it's a lot harder and yeah. it's, and, and it's... I have a computer now. As soon as I got, I swear to God, as soon as I got the computer, the weight was harder to manage. Well, that's, you know, we were talking the other night and, you know, we have dinner and then we're like, well, do you want to watch? We don't win. The television is never on. We have to plan to watch television because yeah. he can't multitask. And I so can't either. it's fine. If there was, if your television was on, even on mute, I wouldn't be able to look you in the eye because it's right behind you and there's moving things. That's exactly what he's like. Can't that's do exactly it. what he's like. And he's, and it's, and that's fine. Cause I mean, it means that he's good at one thing at a time. And so, so we plan to do things. And then we never do them. Like we're going to plan. We're going to do something. Let's, let's go, let's go for a walk. Let's watch a movie. Let's watch some shitty television. Let's do something. And then we both sit down at our computers and it's then over. it's 11 o'clock. Yeah. And cause you go down a rabbit hole of YouTube and Facebook and, and Twitter and, and the work that you have to do, the workload and the on the computer. Work. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And, and Lauren and I have to make boundaries because of that. Uh, so one of Lauren's things is after midnight, please don't use your phone. And I, oh. you know, how do you argue that? You know, no, no, I have to. I have to call somebody. It's 1230 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, you know, and who's calling? I'm not calling anyone. Right. Uh, I'm not, uh, but I check my things. I check stats. I check my email. Right. Why? I don't want to answer it. Right, right. I'm You're just checking on it. And, you know, I can't argue because I've been on devices all day. Yeah. It's a reasonable request. And we make sure that... um when we have, and you know, Lauren's an actor. It's uh, it's also a hectic schedule. You know, you have two artists in the family. It's bananas. So we make sure, like, we share a calendar. And if we see an open space where, like, both of us have not agreed to do anything with other people, we say that's date day. Yeah. If you can avoid, you know, try not to try, try not to book anything unless there's money involved. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, unless it's a big opportunity. Yeah. But don't don't you know move your friend that day. He, yeah. He had a window. Mm-hmm. And it's a week before. Let's go stare it. deeply into, into each other's eyes. Some sort of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. And yeah. once a year, just Lauren and I, we go camping. Just the two of us. Outdoors. And- Love the outdoors. Oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah. I, Do you have a tent? 
We have a tent. We now have a canopy. Every year we get like an extra thing. We're at a new um, trinket for the outdoor. Do you have like an outdoor, do you outdoor cook? Oh God, I love it. All right. Well, we are at an hour. So tell me the tale of outdoor cooking. Uh, it's, it is, it takes all day to cook when you're, when you're camping, but Why? that I don't mind. Why? Well, because the utensils are not there. The washing devices are not there. So the prep time is longer. You got to build the fire. You got, it's old school. Do you know how to build a fire? I mean, we're buying wood. <laughs> you know what I mean? We have you buy kindling. We or... have that Everlast thing, you know. I, but we learned, like, you know, you, you gather some uh, some leaves, you gather little sticks, you make that happen first, then you build the thing. You right. know, yeah. And so, then, do you have like a little grill thing you put on top of it, or what do you? Campsites usually have that. Okay. So you just close the grate on your campfire and you throw some stuff on there, and it's delicious because my. My favorite is barbecue. Like my favorite is food right on a fire. So over here it is. wood, you cooked food over wood. Do you cook yeah. fish? Do you cook? We try steaks to keep it a or- little simpler. A lot of vegetables, a lot of grilled vegetables, which is one of my favorites. Uh, we actually bring a pot. We make couscous. Okay, it's easy because oh, you just couscous, boil water. All you need is water. And, you know, yeah. so there's that. We we keep it to easy things, and right. then uh, at that point, I could eat chicken because it's grilled. Yep. Fried chicken is good for me. Like I could do that, but who can't? Right. So just simple things. Right, right. You keep it simple and then yeah. you... And so do you... Can you grill in Queens? Yeah, yeah. Because you, you can have a little Smoky Joe or something on I the have a little balcony. balcony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I, when it's winter, I just open the door, the... The barbecue's right there, and I, I'm inside. The barbecue's outside. <laughs> it's a thrill. <laughs> that is awesome. Hemda. Yeah. I say this. This has been lovely. It has been. Thank this you so much. This has been much. a very mellow, and I've, I've learned a little bit about myself, quite honestly. Because nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so hard. So Keith and the Girl is yeah. keithandthegirl.com. Probably. Yeah. It's a podcast we've been going since 2005 from before people knew podcasts as a cool thing. I started the 2006 ground floor of podcasting. Yeah. Too bad it's not as profitable as ground floor of plastics. That's what I always say. But, um, so Keith and the girl, it's on iTunes and it's yeah. got, you get, you got a website that'll point you to all the different things that happen. All right. Yeah. Well, and Keith's going to be on the next episode. He's coming over to the house right now. He's fun. Rangers of the Dork Forest, you've chosen wisely. Uh, I've had a lovely time. Thank you so much for doing the show. Take care out there. Bye. Well, that show was awesome. Let's do the credits. Patrick Brady, he fixes the audio every week. He also does the teaser videos on YouTube. So Patrick Brady is an awesome guy, and I thank him for his work. Mike Rickberg sang the song you heard at the beginning, composed and sang it with his girlfriend, Sarah. He's going to sing in about a heartbeat for uh, the Mexican hat dance. And Vilmos fixes my website, JackieCation.com. So support him and his work. Thanks a lot, you guys. Take care out there. Bye. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Thank we. You. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?